Hello, you're listening to Chase Your Enthusiasm with your host, Chase Elaine O'Donnell. That's me. So happy to be here. So happy to be here with you. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. This week, I will be reviewing the last episode from season 11. This is episode 10. It's the finale of the season. You're never going to guess who the guest is this week. Maybe maybe you're going to guess because the title of the episode has his name in it. Um so um that's a spoiler if if you saw the title, but the the guest we have today is John O. Wilson. He is so funny. He plays the Mormon. The episode is called The Mormon Advantage. Yeah. I know it's a big deal. He's here. And not only was he in Curb, you're going to find out and hear a lot more about everything he's been in slash has coming up. He is a name to look out for. He is absolutely hysterical. You might have seen his TikToks, which have like completely blown up in the past year. And I'm just really excited to chat with him. He tells us about his audition process, what it was like working on set with Larry, and then Also, I got his take on what went down at the Oscars with Will Smith. He also was in King Richard, where he worked with Will Smith. So just some really fun insights all around. I'm I'm just excited to hop into the episode. It's it's a long one because we just we we just discussed in detail lots of lots of fun topics. So here we go. Get ready. You know, grab a refreshment, grab a grab a drink. I think those are the same things. Sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy. All right, John O. Wilson. Yes. What an honor. Thank you so much. The honor is all mine. I mean, I was so excited when you um, were cast on Curb and I saw it was you because um, we had done one stand up show together that I had like produced at an art gallery in Santa Monica. Yes. Um, So I, I had already known who you are and how funny you are and then also you had Jono what was your show on Jono um, and Michael try Jono and Michael try yeah. and Michael and I had done the UCB like um mod audition together we were yes. like partners in that so I had also known about you through that and also thought that was so funny so I've just been a long time fan and I'm <laughs> Well, I rem- I do vividly remember that you killed it at that art gallery show. What? So funny. Yes. I remember just being like, like, cause you, uh, you did something where you were putting it under the guise of like, here are some bad jokes or something. And you like did a bit up top and it was so oh, that's funny. So funny. Remember that I was telling bad dog, dog jokes yes. that I took off. Cause the, the show was being, you know, or money was going Amazing to a dog. Money. Yes. Yeah. Foundation. Um, <laughs> Obviously you have that in an art gallery. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Okay. So, so you were cast in curb as, as the Mormon mm-hmm. and what, what was that audition process like for you? Well, it was really funny. Cause I started working with a, um, 
a new manager like two weeks before I had the audition. Well, she was like, she was like, who are the casting directors? You know, who do you want to meet? And I was like, I've never met Allison Jones. Like she's just the, you know, queen the best. Of, of comedy. Like everything she does is incredible. So I was like, that's who I really want to meet. And, um, Two days later, I got a uh, audition for Curb, and this is a good manager. Yeah, this is a really good. She's fantastic. She's amazing, Nicole Garcia. She <laughs> is the best. Um, wow. But like, here was the other thing. I, I got it on like a Saturday, and it was due on Sunday, which I was like, okay, that's a little odd, but whatever. So fast um, turnaround, especially fast turnaround. it's like a self tape. It's a self tape. It's all improvised. They yeah. just say you're a Mormon. You and Larry meet at a uh, council meeting because your wife uh, is a councilwoman. Mm -hmm. He finds out, he, it just says he finds out you're Mormon. <laughs> and you talk about the fact that you don't have but one wife and he's appalled by that basically. So also self-tape auditions for improv. It's, it's assuming a lot out of someone that they have aid and improv partner to work with it's assuming and, a lot that you have anybody to work with because i had to do an improv like commercial audition yeah and it was same situation do like real quick turnaround i was in i was out of town doing shows so i had to have my sister like zoom with me and improv with me over zoom and it was like my sister doesn't she do doesn't comedy she had she doesn't know what she's doing yeah so it is like a really big ask to be it like is a big hey ask. find a scene partner to improv yeah. with you go i mean luckily i live with my girlfriend who's an actress so it's like i've locked That's out lovely. but yes. yeah it's it's so lovely <laughs> but um but so I, I sent in the first take which was probably like four minutes long mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to be funny, but I'm also trying to get all of the stuff they want in the scene in there. And God bless my manager. She came back. She said, it's got to be shorter. So I got it down to like two minutes and I sent it to her and she was like, it's still too long. It'll be shorter. Wow. And she's she was, yeah. She's she like, great. It's still too long. <laughs> also, don't have your reader try to be like Larry David. And uh -huh. also don't try to be funny. Was your girlfriend doing a Larry impression? <laughs> I actually had another friend come oh, over oh, who, okay. <laughs> who was like, he's like, oh, I can definitely do Larry. I'm Jewish. <laughs> I'm I got cynical. Larry. <laughs> I can totally do it. And so my manager like didn't like that. And so finally she was like, um, do one shorter. Do not be funny. Don't try to be funny. Just listen and respond. And so my girlfriend then helped me with it. And she was like, I, she was like, I'm just going to get through it really quickly. And we got it down to like a minute and I sent it to my manager. She was like, this is great. I'm going to use this. And she called me two days later and she was like, you booked the job. No way. Yeah. And she was like, it was also funny because she was like, listen, it's just, it's a small thing. It's not going to be incredible. And it's the pay is not going to be incredible, but like, you know, you're on curb and you will be in a scene with Larry David, which even at that, I was like completely stoked. Yeah. <laughs> And then it turned out to be a lot bigger than I expected. Yeah, you were the whole episode. <laughs> the name of the episode is yeah. Mormon Advantage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no way. So you went into your first day on Curb. You were like, all I know is that audition I did. 
Yeah. And it was all improv, which turns out the scene was that. Yes. Um, yeah. So you were very prepared, but like that is, it's so crazy going into it, not really knowing anything and just yeah. like showing up. It, it is. And, and also like when you're doing auditions, you're not, you're not real. I mean, at this point, you know, I've been in LA for 11 years now. Like I don't expect to get anything. So like, you don't really mentally prepare yourself to be sitting next to Larry David, you right? Know? You know? Yeah, I know. I like got there and got into the makeup chair, and I was like, "Well, first of all, seeing you was such a pleasant surprise." Oh, good. Oh, good. It was like, oh, it like seriously <laughs> though, like it like settled me a little bit, you know. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, that's all I. That's all I was there to do is like. That's all I wanted was to make sure you were good. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being sincere. No, you I wanted you, really you to did. feel really good going into it. You really did. You like held my hand through it. It was just very nice. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. It is scary. I mean, I got into the makeup chair and um, the makeup artist was like, are you nervous? And I was like, yeah, I'm extremely nervous. <laughs> you like, nervous? Who was it? Any... Was it Thomas? Who was it? <laughs> I think it was Thomas. <laughs> that sounds Thomas. like Thomas. Okay. And I was like, yeah, duh. Like, <laughs> I don't have lines. Like, it, you know, it, it's, and he was like, but then he was like, you know, we have a lot of big celebrities coming here and they sit down in the makeup chair and they're like, I'm so nervous. Yeah. You know? So, I mean. It's the not having lines thing. Yeah, it's, I think it's the not, not having lines thing and the fact that you're improvising with Larry freaking David. Yeah. <laughs> like who good luck. Was he um was he friendly to you or was he just like uh, Larry? Yeah. What was what was it like with Larry? So it was just me and him in the first scene we shot, and um I was sitting in my seat and then you know you hear everybody start to scuffle around and say ld's on ld's ld ld's yeah, coming, yeah. LD's coming. Yeah. Like, Larry okay. David's walking to set yeah. he stepped I'm out like, of his trailer yeah yeah and i'm sitting there and i'm just like just play it cool yeah. you're here to just do your job whatever and so he walked in and i actually know one of the other makeup artists because i've done a sketch show with her Hel helen oh uh, you did the sketch show with her yes i did the I big know, bad armo show no she was in like an armenian Yes, I was the and, token white guy. Okay, so you're yes. not Armenian, but you were no. in it. Okay. I'm what wow. they call an Odar. Yes, is not that Armenian. right? Okay. Yes. Um, How so funny. I knew Helen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I knew Helen too, which was nice to see another friendly face. And um, so Larry came in and I'm thinking to myself, it's just the two of us. Like, it's probably going to be like, and so I like looked up to him and I was like, hey, how you doing? And he was like, hi. And I was like, oh, I'm not saying, I'm not doing anything. You know, I, I knew from the get-go I wasn't going to be the guy that was like, by the way, I love <laughs> Seinfeld. You right, know? right. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to be that guy. But when he kind of just said, hey, I was like, let him do his thing. I'm here to serve a, a, a purpose mm -hmm. and just do it. And so uh, Jeff Schaefer came over and he was like, okay, so Tracy's going to be uh, talking about the pool stuff. Larry, you're going to oh. be... Really Isn't Tracy nodding. amazing? She's she's just on another level of fun. And talk about friendly and warm. I'm sure so she was super freaking warm. nice. Like getting going the sh shuttle back to uh, base camp. She was so talkative and mm -hmm. so friendly. I know. I was like, oh, oh, oh thank, what a thank, treat. 
fucking god for people like this. Yeah, I know. Um, so okay, so he's like, "This is what's gonna go on." This is what's gonna go on. He's like, "Jono, I liked how in your audition you said you went to BYU, and that's what like sparked the Mormon conversation." So Loved use that, that too. Yeah. And um, then we'll see what happens. And I was like, oh, "Okay, okay." okay. <laughs> and um, we did we did the first take, and it was fun and. You know, I got to say that, like, after doing, you know, years of improv classes and stuff, I, I think one of the best things that I've learned is to not push for a joke. Like, let it happen. It will happen. The funny things will happen. You don't have to push. And it's so hard because you want to do a good job. And there's that part of you that's like, uh, uh, like try, you try to get something out. But I, I'm like, you know, Larry is the funny one in the scene. Just listen and react. And I think that when I did that on the first take, then we sat back down and, you know, they go back uh, to talk to the writers and producers to say, what did we like? What didn't we like? And then Larry was like, so uh, how's it going? And, and like, then you got, you got approved by Larry. I got approved by Larry. You did and a then, good job and he yeah. wanted to talk. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, um, he was like, how do you like this uh, Zoom audition process and I was like to be honest I I, I feel like I started to do a little like Larry when yeah. I talked to him <laughs> like I was like <laughs> he's like what do you think about the, uh not being in the room and I was like yeah I like to be in the room I like yeah. being in the room <laughs> I want to be in the room let me get in the room you know <laughs> wait you need to start adding Larry to your repertoire on TikTok vids <laughs> have you done it yet no no okay well that's next I request that's it. next that's next. Um, <laughs> and he was like, you know, I was like, you know, the, the weird thing is I've had like improv on Zoom for a commercial. That's so tough because there's a delay in everything. And he was like, do you do a lot of commercials? And I was like, no, I literally have booked one, but it's on it's running right now. And it's a national commercial. And he was like, what's it for? I was like, AT&T. He's like, what happens in it? I was like, this guy comes in and says, I'm a new customer and I want your best new smartphone deal. And then I turn around and I'm like, well, I'm an existing customer and I want your best new smartphone deal. And he goes, I know that commercial. Wait, They're running I, the shit out of that thing. I know wait, I know that commercial too. Yeah. How come I didn't know that was you? That's me. You're such a good actor. I didn't even realize it was you. I'm a chameleon. Oh my God. You're a chameleon. <laughs> Yeah, they're really, well, maybe, is it still running? It's over running? now. Okay, because no, I, I remember that one. Yeah, and wow. so he talked about that and then, like, asked me, like, how I ended up in L.A. And we had, like, a full-on conversation. And then Jeff came back. He gave us some notes. We went into this second uh, take. And Larry, like, started laughing in the middle of our take when it was, and it was, like, simple. it's a simple thing. But, you know, the thing about the show is, like, the idea is so funny. Like you don't have to put anything else on it. It's just yeah. funny. Like yeah. when you, he said something like, um, you know, could I get somebody to take the test for me? And I was just like, no. <laughs> and it just like <laughs> really made him laugh. Cause it is like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Oh my God. Um, any other actor I've talked to on this, on this pod has said when they've made Larry break, it's been like the highlight of their life. They can die happy now. 
I mean, <laughs> like I tested twice for SNL and I was like, this is incredible. And then mm -hmm. I made Larry David laugh and I was like, this is so much more incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, testing twice for SNL. Yeah. <sighs> They're so silly for not having you on that show. <laughs> Thank I you. can't believe that. <laughs> um, the fact you've tested twice, though. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like, oh God, it's almost like four years ago now. But yeah. wow, yeah, yeah, you're you were you were born for a show like SNL. Um, nice you're so funny. I can't believe I can't believe you're not on it. But anyways, hey, making Larry David right. laugh is yes, even better. Yeah. It That's was. Always... It was like. Um, you know, it, it made me just think like, this is why this show is so awesome because he started laughing. Then I started laughing. Then it was like, almost like we were getting the giggles through the thing to the point where it's like, okay, stop, sh shut up, shut up. <laughs> okay. Here you know, we go. Like, That's it the felt best like, feeling. Yeah. Just, it, it is the best feeling. Like even when you're just like with friends and you get the giggles about something, like if you're doing that, if you're getting paid to do that with, a comedy legend it's like what is better than that yeah Nothing. well let's let's watch that scene okay i'm gonna share screen great so basically leading up to this point larry asks for his chair to get roped off because uh marcus and maria sophia are sitting in it yes. and um apparently that's a big no-no have you ever been on set where a chair's been roped off i have not me neither, but I have heard it's really, um, people don't like it. I have heard that. <laughs> I will say this, that I, I actually just rapped on a, on a show. Which I really want to talk about. It's the, yeah. I, I, I love this for you. I love that for you. Yeah. Love that for you. Um, and like on the first day I had a chair and it's the first time that it said, you know, John Wilson on a chair. And then like the next day everybody else's chairs was there, but mine just said cast. And I remember being like, what the hell? <laughs> and I remember like, it did like, it hit me. I was like, maybe they don't, maybe they think I stink and they don't want me here anymore. Oh like, my God. It, it like really got in my head. So that I really went back to this episode and was thinking about how much it affected. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Ouch. Um, yeah. But okay, so he gets his chair roped off. And then uh, I guess another like thing that happens that isn't quite necessary for the plot, but just a fun thing is the guy hugs him, but like leads with his penis. Um, penis. Yeah. And Larry doesn't like that. And as a guy, I don't know, as a guy is, has that ever happened to you or? It's never happened to me, but like, yeah, when you think about it, usually it's like you hit chest and you slap each other on the back. That's how men hug each other okay so yeah interesting now i think i need need to like notice when i'm giving someone a hug <laughs> how <laughs> what my process is because yeah, i really hug, don't know a hug can't be intimate it can't be intimate it can't be intimate no. I, I and i like to get in and out of hugs quick i usually yeah. do a side one sure I'm just That's showing easy. my yeah i mean most men will will slap high five in front so there's still a barrier between their bodies even touching <laughs> you're right <laughs> that's why you men do that okay. yeah <laughs> um okay so larry didn't like it now we're at the council meeting and here here's your big moment, yeah. moment? how many wives do you have 
Just one, just Melinda. Just one? Yeah. I mean, you got this incredible opportunity to get three or four or whatever. Well, a lot of people think that is kind of an outdated idea. It seems like monogamy is an outdated idea. <laughs> not for me. Not for boy, me. oh boy. Kind of surprised you're not taking uh, that Mormon advantage. Yeah. Like a tall guy who doesn't play basketball. No, I'm happily married. Yeah, no, of course so you are. Somewhere in that conversation, you think it's he might be he might be onto something because yeah. we show up to the Holocaust Museum mm-hmm. after Larry steps in poop because of the hug sitch. And my friend actually wrote that joke. What? Yeah, he pitched that joke to them. How did? just out of the blue or he like knows the the team so he know he and his writing partner know uh jeff and they've like pitched ideas to him before and the one that they ended up expounding upon happened to be in the episode i was in no way isn't that crazy that is so fun yeah oh i love that i love yeah. that for you just <laughs> That's there it. you go it's a throwback to your show. Okay, um, so he definitely got to because for some reason you happen to be at the Holocaust Museum as well. Everybody's going to the event. Everyone's going to this event. Um, and you're there now with another wife. Larry, who's that? That's a Mormon. That's a Mormon. <laughs> Not bad, Does this right? Fit? Look, you, you really you went fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's here at this Holocaust Museum event where Vinman is speaking, who was the actual, he's playing himself. Yes. He was so funny in the episode, too. He did great. He did great. I, I wasn't sure how it was going to, um, like, come together because yeah. he's not an actor. Yeah. And so he, but he actually was very funny. He was so funny. And he was such a nice guy. And it was, it was really cool meeting him. Did you get That's to talk cool. to him at all? I did not. I did not. I don't, I don't know if he was even, I, I think I left and then he came. And then he set. came. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I just, I just love what he did with, yeah. um, you know, what was not appeal, just going against Trump. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong the, word. Um, uh, uh, what did he do? He did something where he didn't like Trump. He testified against. He, he testified, testified against, against Trump. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> we're not in government. Uh, no, we we're not in government. Comedians. Okay, um, but good for him. We were very happy to have him on set. Yes. What I loved about this scene was Larry took his shoes off and went to the Holocaust Museum and then stole shoes from an exhibit. The audacity, I have to say, really, um, <laughs> it's horrible, really brave to do that. Horrible. Um, but now we are at the after party that Susie throws at Larry's house. You want a little, you want something, you want one of these? Yeah, no, I don't think it's right. Can I get you a drink? I love this. No, I don't drink. You too. Miss Lowry knows I have a terrible relationship with alcohol. There we go. Oh, she's so funny. 
I woke up 50 miles outside of Bakersfield with no pants <laughs> on in a casino trip. <laughs> I said, how did I get here? There was one moment earlier in the in the season that I just have to say when she's at Larry's house and she's like, I'm going to go upstairs and take a shower. You want to watch me? Come watch, watch me. me. And she yeah. goes, watch she me. She starts going up the stairs. Watch me. <laughs> Truly brilliant. I ho- I want her to win something for this. I know. Season. She needs to win something because she oh, was so, so brilliant. Cool. And you know, like, I mean, like you said, you get the I, essence of what the scene is going to be. Yes. But you know so much of this. She's just coming up with in her brilliant mind. Totally. totally. I know she came up with, I woke up 50 miles outside of Bakerfield. Bakersfield. No <laughs> pants on in a no poker pants. chair. No pants. No pants. <laughs> Oh, it kills me. Uh, anyways, it kills me. Um, this is very timely because yesterday was the Oscars and I'd love to know if you watched. Oh, I watched. And um, <laughs> what were you watching live when the yes. Will Smith? Okay, me too. But I was just talking. We were talking, not really paying attention. And then all of a sudden the sound cuts out. And we're like, what's going on? Um, what? I would love to know your thoughts because <laughs> I that was wild. That was like when Kanye West came up on stage and said Beyonce deserved it over Taylor. I know, but, but it's but worse. Worse. But it's worse. worse. Like, listen, I think that we can have two thoughts in our head at the same time. Like, number one, I have empathy for Will Smith. I think this has been like bubbling under the surface since he was a young child. Cause I know that like he starts his book by saying that his father was abusing his mother and he was nine years old and he felt like a coward cause he didn't stand up for his mother and he was nine. Oh, okay. see, you have some good so, insight. I did not know that's how his book started. Yes. Okay. And okay. so, and then like, you know, it's just compounded with all this stuff with Jada and their history together and the entanglement and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I, I think, and I don't know if he's like a Scientologist or what, but like there's some stuff going on, right? There's some oh, stuff. Oh, wow. You think Scientology? I don't think he's a Scientologist. He was using some, I've talked to a lot of people about this. Talk to me. Like, Tell he me. He was using some terms like vessel of love and stuff that are like Scientology. Oh. And like they supposedly like started a Scientology school several years ago. So, but, but they've, but they've Uh come out and they've said, we're not Scientologists, but it's a little like, whatever. I mean, so Mm -hmm. I I can have That's interesting to add to the equation. I can have some empathy for him. That Mm -hmm. being said, there is no excuse for physical violence. I don't, I don't care if it's anywhere, but to react to somebody making a bad, albeit outdated and not even funny joke about your wife like getting up on stage and sucker punching him by the way chris rock's arms were behind his back and will smith walked up like this and at the last minute sucker sucker slapped him Mm -hmm. which like is so immature so childish like your ego has to be so fragile to to respond in that way and like Mm -hmm. especially and then and, and then the thing that really ticked me off was that he wins, he gets up, he gives his speech, and all these idiots are giving him a standing ovation. That was that was really upsetting to me too. I'm like, you're talking about 
the the pressure that God has put on you because you're such a big deal. Shut up. Uh-huh. Do I just want to spread love and bring love and all? It's like, well, you're doing you're the opposite violent. Of it. I, I know I really didn't like that and how he's like I protect I'm here to protect and it's like they these women are really strong women and don't need protecting he's talking exactly Venus Williams and exactly uh, yeah it was really but like definitely made the Oscars uh buzzing again because last oh God, year yeah. last year the ratings were so low that like I think they needed something like this to happen to uh, get people to watch the Oscars again. Yeah, I mean, listen, I you know, art is like almost by definition subjective. So I think like saying you're the best actor out of these f- ten films that are all completely different and you're all doing completely different things in is a little ridiculous. That's I really watched very it. True. I really watched it because I wanted to see the stuff that Amy Schumer was going to say. I did I too. Love her. I was that, I was excited for Amy Schumer. And she killed. I I thought she did a great job going, I've been taking off this Spider-Man outfit. Did something happen? Yeah. Because I was waiting. I was like, the hosts need to acknowledge gonna, something. Yes. And I knew they were us. back there like furiously being like what do we say or do and i thought that was a really good way to acknowledge it was such a good way i also just loved her joke of saying um aaron sorkin is so brilliant he's such a genius like what a risk to take a film about lucille ball and literally put no No jokes jokes in it it. (laughs) so good because that's how i felt about i couldn't get over that I couldn't actually finish it, and I couldn't believe Nicole Kidman was playing Lucille Ball. Chase, I walked out of the movie theater. Oh, you saw it in theaters? I thought it was well, only I have on like, Amazon. I have the AMC, like, you can see as many movies as you want. Uh-huh. So, okay. Annalise and my girlfriend and I went to the theater, and, like, halfway through, we were like, what are we supposed to be rooting for? I have no idea. Let's just leave. Oh, my God. To walk out is a statement, and that movie deserved that statement. Thank um you. Wow, good for you. I I just I turned it off after like thirty minutes. I yeah, was like, yeah. I don't understand. Is she also these flashbacks? She's supposed to be twenty something, and she's 60? sixty. I don't know how old. She, it's it wasn't okay. I didn't like it. But um, back Wait, to also, that Oscar moment. Oh yeah, go you, ahead. You know that I was in King Richard. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, I just watched it. Were just you at the very beginning for 10 seconds? Wait, wait, wait. What? Uh, um, I'm, the, I'm the tennis pro that he's walking with. And then like, he's like, I told my wife, we have to make two more kids. And then the camera pans over to me and I'm looking at him like, what is your problem? Okay. I watched the, the King Richard on my phone in an airplane. And yeah. so I'm trying to remember if I saw you and was like, <gasps> I know him to like the person next to me, or did I truly just miss it? Cause I was watching on my phone and not really. It's close. It's close on the two of us. Okay. So I, so then I saw you, I'm sure I had a moment in the airplane where I got really excited. It's in the first two minutes of the movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Here I am. We're talking King Richard and I didn't acknowledge you're in it. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa. I'm just the perfect guest for today. Not only are you in a scene with Larry David, but you're in a scene with Will Smith. Okay, so you you having something not so good to say about Will Smith is big considering you know the guy. 
Well, listen, he was so gracious and nice to me. Um, but like they're two, they're, they're two situations that are just so not connected in any way, shape or form. Like I, right. I also like, he just, he really, really messed up and I condone what he did a hundred percent. And also we got to also give a little love to Chris Rock. He, I think he handled it so well. Chris Rock is not getting enough like not. praise. It's all about Will Smith. And I, I'm, I'm actually, I feel like he's going to come out with a statement soon. He's like waiting. I, what, how, whatever he's doing, he's playing it very smart. I think. I agree. I think he's the, <laughs> uh, oh, and what I was also going to say about like comedy, it is comedy and their jokes. And like, there have been a lot of tweets by comedians being like, we, this isn't okay for people to think they can come on stage and punch someone if they don't like a joke. Yeah. That's really scary for comedians. It is. So said that, right? was it Kathy Griffin? And yeah. also Jada's beautiful. She's beautiful. I, yeah. I, I, and she could get a wig if she wants to. But she also she, recently said she doesn't care what people think about her hair. She literally I'm posted just it. shook. It's yeah. just, I swear to God, like I remember hearing stuff about like Jada and Tupac were really tight and that like emasculated Will because he was doing like poppy rap and he was a TV guy. So he's like always, I, I feel like he's like dealt with feeling emasculated. And so his answer to that when everything bubbled to the, to the boiling point was to slap a guy. It's like, yeah, dude, I felt like this was, if there's a movie of Will Smith's life, this is going to be like the equivalent in stars born where he pees himself on stage, like that humiliating of an experience. Totally, this is his totally. stars born moment. So <laughs> yes, yes. I I'm, I'm shook that I, what I'm taking away from all this is that you were in the first scene of King Richard with, with Will. Yes. That's so cool. And I'm, I'm like mad at myself that I forgot. I will I definitely also say did just see it. No, no, but I, really, I mean, it's like 15 seconds, but I will say it, the shot was supposed to end on Will saying, I went, you know, I saw this young tennis player. She made $40,000 in a weekend. So I went home to my wife and I said, we got to make two more kids. And it was ending on his face. And I just kept like being like, what? Like looking at him like that. And he started to laugh and he told the director, he was like, you gotta, you gotta swipe over to Jono's reaction. So he did get gift me that. Oh my so. God. Okay. So, you know, there's some really good things that Will Smith does, including yes. that. People make <laughs> mistakes. Yeah. The swipe to me, a, not a mistake. The slap the in mistake. Chris Rock's face, a mistake. 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 The swipe to you, not a mistake. Not a mistake. We figured it out. Well, yeah, we I'm really, really glad to get your two cents on that. Thank you. I, yeah. I agree with everything you said. Um, Thank you. Back to Curb. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, Irma questions where he got the shoes. And um, turns out her dad or her grandpa is in the Holocaust. And uh, this is going to trigger a lot of memories. Um, also, also the whole the whole reason that he was at the council meeting is because he wants the the law of the fence around the pool repealed. And um, earlier during the party, Irma asks him if he told me to cheat on my wife. 
because since I did and I told my wife that Larry told me to, she's changing her vote so as to not repeal the fence law. So mm-hmm. because I took Larry's advice and cheated on my wife, he's going <laughs> to lose the votes. And so he goes and calls your wife, yeah. who also was so lovely. She was, she was so, she was nice. so sweet, yeah. um, calls, calls your wife and and really apologizes and says he's going to donate a lot of money to something that really matters to her. And she's yes. going to switch her vote. That's right. All right. We're all caught up. All caught up. So let's see here. Oh, Irma oh, sees yeah. uh, Irma sees that these are her um, her grandpa's shoes. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, and Vinman did hear the phone call with your wife and is going right. to just like, <laughs> um, just make make it known Larry's yes. intentions and yes, because that's what he does. That's, that's what, what he, does. he does. He sets he sets <laughs> things right by telling the truth. Yes. Did they linger and have coffee and drinks? Who is linger? Wait, who is who is this woman again? This is Weinblatt's mom. And Weinblatt is one of the council members, one of the council members. And he doesn't want Weinblatt to um, get whatever Vinman wrote about him. So he's going to find a document. Yes, yes, yes. That's correct. That's correct. He's finding the document to make sure Weinblatt doesn't come home and see it and read it. Yeah. And then um, (laughs) look at me trying to explain the episode. And then and then meantime, uh, Irma is getting drunk because she's relapsing she's after. She's fallen off the wagon. She's fallen off the wagon. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. He said to be Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> okay, so he finds yes. what was written to Weinblatt. He needs it. And if all goes well he has a vision of what will happen now that he finds it and everything's going to be right he gets to fire maria sophia by the way those two security men were just crew members a lot of these people um, oh really we're just crew yeah that's interesting stuff i'd like to hear when you yeah yeah lots of crew um and then lily collins comes in to replace Uh, also, Lily Collins is Ted Danson's soon-to-be daughter-in-law. Really? She's engaged to his son or stepson. Wow. Um, and on set, it was really cute. He, I put them like in their trailers next to each other, and he wrote on her trailer like door sign a really nice message and they're just so adorable they were so excited to be working together that's so cute it was so cute i love that irma leaves in his dream (laughs) because this is a podcast i'm gonna narrate so then (laughs) wine black gets home or i don't know who gets home but he has to like run away he has to hide yeah i think it is one i think it is wine black okay um meanwhile they're voting on his 
law to be repealed and Irma is not there because she's relapsing Mm -hmm. and Larry has to run away and what happens other than the best ending to the season without a majority the vote to repeal fails what who is it who is it Weinblatt and his wife I don't know who it is it she keeps going mom yeah so I don't know he has to escape that's all but he, that's all, all we know is he has to escape yeah and because there's no fence around their pool there's no <laughs> fence on the pool and Larry falls into the pool and then a cute little button to the episode is Mary Ferguson <laughs> runs away with Vinman. I thought that was a really great ending to the season. I did want to know like what I, I, I guess we just assume that Maria Sophia stays and the law doesn't get repealed and it's all everything was for nothing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think like, you know, he goes, he's just, I just love that it does all come back to the very first thing that we're introduced to in the, in the first episode of the season, which is the pool and the fence around the pool. And yeah, I think it is like, he's double crossing people. He's treating, mistreating people left and right. And in the end, he still loses. Yep. I mean, I I just loved that montage to end the season on. The pool scene was the last thing we shot all season. That really? was the, the last day of shooting. And the very last thing they did was have Larry jump in the pool. So there was like a huge, like, it was just a big celebration. Yeah, that's He was so in the water. There was a stunt double that day also because uh-huh. the stunt double was the one that actually fell into the pool. Uh-huh. And um, I, I got a video of him like doing cartwheels and, and whatever it was, like stuff that Larry David does not do. And I posted it and everyone was like, whoa, Larry. Wow. <laughs> it was a stunt so double. But anyways, that was a really fun way to end the season also, just being yeah. in a pool. So That's so fun. That's so fun. It was such a good season. It was really a good season. I've yeah. been I've been here just because like being working on the show, I get a lot of people telling me their thoughts about it. And mm-hmm. this season, I got so many people saying how much they liked it. So Yeah. yeah. I this was, was a really great. good season to be in and like yeah. You got to be in the finale episode. How lucky. How lucky. How cool. And that so was, cool. I'm really grateful you got to share your experience. So yeah, thank me you. too. Me too. Thank Any, you. Any, um, did I, was there any question that like I didn't ask or something that you want to share that you didn't get to or did we um, cover it? I don't think so. I mean, like it, it, there was that one, I feel like, I like that first day when we had the the first scene in the um uh meeting in the council meeting it just like went so well and I was so happy about it and I remember when I was walking out 
you know, backtrack a little more when my manager was like, it's not going to be a big payday and it's just going to be a small thing. And then they were like, no, we actually want him for two days. We're going to give him a different rate, all that kind of like, it all worked out so amazingly. And then at the end of the first day, I knew that I was coming back the next week and I was walking by the like little uh, video village. And I was like, I'm just going to pop in and say, thank you. And see you next week. And I went in and I was like, Hey everyone, I just wanted to say thank you and uh, see you next week. And Larry goes, great job today, Jono. Great job. And I was like, I've made it. You've made it. made it. And again, that's a great Larry impression, which, <laughs> which leads me just to share with um, anyone that doesn't know you have the funniest TikTok videos where you do oh, impersonations you. of Vince Vaughn and um, Mark, I'm, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny too. because Vince was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I got to spend a lot of time around him. So your impression of him is so spot on to me. It's crazy. Um, they, were, they were like, they were, uh, I talked to a couple people and they're like, you know, your TikTok has been circulating around here. And Jeff Schaefer said to me, he was like, you're more Vince Vaughn than Vince Vaughn. <laughs> no way. That's such a compliment. I know. I was hoping he was going to be on set so I could be like, hey, you doing my man? It's great <laughs> to see you. It's phenomenal that you're here. I love you so much. <laughs> and see if he even notices if you're yeah, doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I just talk this way too. I can't he do just, it, Yeah, but. he just responds like, it's great to see you too. <laughs> what do you think? I'm not happy to see you. Of course, I'm happy to see you. Get on in here. Let me get my paws on you. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. So if people want to follow you on TikTok, they can search at John O. Wilson. Is, that, yeah. is there an underscore or anything? Nope. Nope. Okay. And I'll put it yeah. in the, the link to the bio and then, thank you. Um, I mean the link of this podcast episode. And then yes. lastly, I, you shared the promo for the new show you're about to be in. Um, we talked a little bit about it, but can you just like give a teaser or what you can share about it and how people can watch it? Because it looks so funny. Yeah. It's, um, Vanessa Bayer, created this show with uh jeremy byler who was at snl with her the showrunner is jesse klein who was is known for being the showrunner on um uh inside amy schumer and mm. it's just like a group of incredibly intelligent incredibly funny people um Sudi green's a writer on it uh it's like just dream people michael showalter is an executive producer and jeremy and vanessa created this show that is loosely based on Vanessa's real life where she um, overcame childhood leukemia in real life. And so I didn't know that. Yeah. And so in this show, <clears throat> she dealt with that as a kid and grew up watching like a QVC station, which is called SVN. And she, her <laughs> lifelong dream was to be a host on SVN. And one day she has an open call and she gets the job. And she does a bad job the first time she does it and gets fired. And in a last ditch effort to save her job, she's blurts out that she has cancer, which she doesn't. So she the whole show is her dealing with this lie that has given her this job, the jealousies that happen um, inside the studio and, you know, if she's going to come clean or not. And the other funny thing is like, they're basically say to her, like, cancer is your brand. So she's has to, you know, <laughs> sell stuff by being like, you know, when I've had a long day dealing with my cancer, I like the Snuggie, you know, like 
stuff like that. Right. So, and you're one of the C SVN um, hosts. Hosts. Perry St. James. I host. So um, excited. Perry's Kitchen Corner. Uh, <laughs> and it's just a very big, very wild, absurd character that was so crazy, crazy fun to play. And oh. uh, I'm just incredibly grateful that I that I got to do it. I'm so excited because you're like just just enough in the trailer where we're like, I know you're going to be a big part because you're clearly a host. My yeah. favorite part in the trailer is her going, you know, I got this job, but I wouldn't take anything without running it by you. And he we've, goes, we've been, been on, on two, dates. two dates. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, three. three. Vanessa That's Bayer three. is one of the funniest human beings that has ever been on earth. She is so funny so funny so lovely I, like we had a, a shoot where we were at a bar and there were probably 30 extras and i swear to god i caught vanessa introducing herself to every single person thanking them for being there asking how their day was having conversations with them and molly shannon is in it as well and she is just a dream she's everything you'd hope that she would be um jennifer lewis is in it who is wow. like just this cast. Yeah, the cast is incredible. And then the rest of us that rounded out, everyone is so genuinely nice. And we we all became friends during it, but they're also so freaking funny. It's I'm like, you're you're just gonna love this show. It's gonna, gonna be my new show. favorite show. I've already it will be. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So I've already starts, decided. Yeah, when does it start? On showtime on April 29th. Okay, Showtime, April 29th. I yes. can't wait. Yes. Um, and then anything else uh, to plug besides we have your TikTok, that show, and then your Instagram I'll also put in the bio. Um, yes. Same but thing, it's John, John o. Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Maybe they will they can look out for you in that old AT&T commercial if they, they start. Can. They can. Or if they rewatch King Richard. King Richard. His first, his first couple minutes. Which I bet a lot of people will be watching since it did just win the Academy Awards. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. but thank you so much. Thank I'm you, I'm kids. really grateful you took the time to uh of course to chat with fun. me about that. So I hope to see you soon. I know me too. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. Bye. Bye bye. That was awesome talking to Jono. I hope you enjoyed it. <sighs> we did it. We got through Curb Your Enthusiasm. What? What was that? Did I have a mini stroke? We got through Curb Your Enthusiasm the entire season. I really, really enjoyed reviewing it with you and being able to share my insights and have, you know, backstories from other people. Thank you to everyone. I'm probably going to now take a mini break again from podcasting. Please let me know what you'd be interested in hearing next. If you want me to go through season 10 or just wait until season 12. I'm winking. If this is, if you're listening, that was a wink because I think season 12 is um, currently in the works. You didn't hear it from me though. Okay. You didn't hear it from me. Anyways, yeah, let me know. I can also go back to chasing my enthusiasm, which is how this podcast and journey started, where I was challenging myself to do something new each week that I was interested in. 
And yeah, let me just tell you, um, this was definitely more enjoyable to me reviewing the episodes because it was it was fun. It was enjoyable to do challenging myself to do things um, takes a lot of work, which I've talked about before. But in general, podcasting is exhausting. I need to take a nap. Like I literally need to go take a nap. Um, also, I'm kidding. I know there's other things that are much more exhausting, like being a PA on Curb Your Enthusiasm, way more exhausting. Um, but anyways, why don't I go ahead and leave you with a card? Um, hold on. Okay. I picked this card. It says, slow down. When it feels our world is spinning out of control, it's easy to get overwhelmed. This is a good time to begin a daily meditation practice. Your mind is the most open and receptive in the morning, which is why it's helpful to start your day with centering exercises. Cultivate stillness within and know that there is no rush. At the end of our days, we won't care about our to-do list. We'll wish we had loved more, lived more, and been at peace. Don't wait. Slow down now. Oh, oh, is that a good one? You heard the card. Don't wait. Slow down now, immediately. Um, okay, cool. I, I will be taking that advice. Maybe I will go take a nap. Um, I Side note, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the podcast. I will be in North Carolina this weekend with Christina P., so if you're in North Carolina, I hope to see you there. Cool. Cool. Peace out. Peace, love, happiness. What's the saying? Is there a saying? All right. You guys, I got to go. I got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. I'll see you in North Carolina. Enjoy your week. Bye. Oh, get out there and chase your enthusiasm. Bye.